What was the relationship like with your dad? This podcast, Military Veteran Dad, is brought to you by the Business of Fatherhood, an effort by me to help you become a better dad. By helping dads create a lasting feeling of change on the inside, help them grow through generational trauma, and by redefining the definition of living. There is more to life than being alive. Find out more information about this, head on over to bencloy.com or check out the Business of Fatherhood podcast on any and all platforms. Dory 1, this is Fireteam Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 167. As promised, we're going to begin a four-part series on transitioning out of the military. Now, this isn't just my advice. This is the advice accumulated from sitting on the other side of a lot of Zoom meetings with other military veterans in active duty on what they recommend, what things they wish they did differently in their story. But before we get to that, I have a particular dad that I would like to thank and honor. His name is Bobby, and he bought me five coffees, and he left this inspirational feedback about our podcast. This podcast is inspiration, informative, and overall a fantastic podcaster. You should subscribe to all this weekly doses of motivation. Thank you, Bobby, for buying me five coffees. If you don't know, I'm a big, giant coffee snob. I was not always this way. About six years ago, I thought the best part of waking up was Folgers in your cup, and since then, I've evolved. I've moved way past Folgers into air pressing and grinding my own beans, buying beans on the internet, whole different slew of different things about coffee. But thank you, Bobby, for buying me a coffee. If you would like to buy me a coffee as well to support this podcast, because this podcast does cost money. It's not something that is just out there free of charge. It costs my time. It costs time to host podcasts. And you supporting me by buying me a coffee will help keep the lights on here at Military Veteran Dad and continuing forward well into this year. So if you want to do that, I will put a link down in the show notes, but essentially it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Ben Colloy. And before we dive into part one of this series, I also want to remind you guys that there is also a Facebook group. It's been a while since I mentioned that, but there is a Facebook group for Military Veteran Dad. And for this series, I'd like to start some conversations, and I'm also tired kicking around having a Zoom meeting where we kind of get together at the end of this month and we answer questions, we support each other, and focus on different issues that we're having within the transition process. This is an important part of getting out of the military. It's one that has lots of issues, especially only compounded with family, and there is a lot of good stories out there of people finding success, but there is equal also hard times for just not finding the right success and still struggling. And if you know my story from listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that I was out there in this lost world of trying to figure it out for almost 10 years. So head on over to the Facebook group. There's a link down in the show notes for that as well. But without further ado, let's dive into part one. Now, if you've heard me talk about this on the podcast, it's not going to be unfamiliar, but I'm going to deep dive into it and why this is the most important part of figuring out what you want to do on the other side of transitioning. 
So the first question that I always ask, it's either I mentioned this on Facebook or LinkedIn, anytime there's a someone transitioning out of the military and I want to help them understand what they need to do next, I first tell them that this is not your first transition. We often get lost in the, in the idea that when we're leaving the military, that we're now transitioning and that this is the first place where this real crux of transitioning out really happens, but it's not. You are actually a human being well before you went into the military. You are still our human being. And I want you to go back and focus on your first transition, which is the one when you put on the uniform. Why is that important? Why is it important for you to pause a little bit before you put the uniform on? Because before you put the uniform on, there was a version of you that had goals. Think about it. You didn't just join the military on a whims. Occasionally that happens, but most people have some basic idea that they want to happen when they join the military. For me, I wanted to just explore more of who I was. I wanted to try to figure out what I could do bigger than who I was. It was my dare to be great moment. My goals were really to show up and prove myself wrong that I was capable of doing something big. A couple other questions we're going to dive into. What goals did you have set when you joined? Knocked that one out already. What skills did you want to acquire? What did you want to leave behind? What places in the world did you want to see? What advice would you send back to yourself if you could do it? Let's go back and focus on number one. What goals did you have? The reason why I park on this question as one of the crux questions of the first transition is because you can't really set your next goals transitioning out of the military until you've set your goals and calibrated them against. There's a thing in business. Some people know about it. Some people don't. But there's something called the SWOT analysis, which is essentially taking inventory of where you are and where you want to go. And you have to start where you are and where you've been. So this question of goals leads into this idea that what goals did you have allows you to understand, you know, when I came in, I had these things that I wanted to get done. I wanted these objectives to get completed. And then the question you want to ask after that is, did I complete them? Did something else come up? Did I learn something new out there? Why didn't that goal work? It's a pretty simple question. It doesn't take a lot of analysis, but it does take intention to just essentially go back, figure out what were those goals when you joined and what goals are you trying to set for yourself now? And are there similarities? Because the reason why I'm going back and devoting an entire week to this process of going back to the first transition is because if you don't clearly understand who you are before, it's very difficult to keep that linear path going on the other side. Military does not define who we are. It's a momentarily dot in our timeline. And we need to go back and pick up the pieces of who we were before, acquire and add in who we became, and then focus on the goals of where we're going. Pretty straightforward process there. Let's go to the next one. What skills did you want to acquire? A lot of times, for me, there was another sub-goal of mine was I wanted computers. It was one of the reasons why I almost went into the Air Force, because I wasn't interested in shooting stuff up. I didn't want to be a grunt. 
And so the Air Force is the most computerized branch out of all of them. Why wouldn't I want to go there and learn that set of skills? Now, in a classic military recruiter transition, I talked to the Marine Corps recruiter. They had all of those jobs available. Although I did not get a computer job, I ended up with generator mechanic. Now, that still had its own path, and I still like electricity, so it wasn't completely out of the way of what I wanted to do, but it wasn't computers. Now, had I had this, I might have actually paused and said, you know what? Instead of taking the skills of being a generator mechanic, I could probably go back and acquire those skills of being a computer guy that I didn't necessarily get that I wanted, because here's the crux of that. I actually ended up about 15 years later being the computer guy, and even today, I'm still... For the lack of a better word, I'm still a computer guy trying to figure out tech and do different things with technology. Had I paused and really noticed the gap in my skill set of what I wanted in the beginning, what I still don't have, I might have changed my career goals within using the GI Bill. So this question of what skills did you want to acquire is extremely important as it pertains to getting out. The next one is going to be a little bit harder. Now, not harder to put your mind towards, but harder to maybe feel. Because this is an important one that I want to get you to really sink your teeth into because it could be the handicap that prevents you from really excelling on the other side. What did you want to leave behind? A lot of people join the military because of some type of generational family trauma that either the mom or a dad or some type of crime, gang, there was something going on within your environment that you knew you just didn't want to do or you wanted to leave behind and be different. Maybe your only way to get away from the gang, you had two choices. You could move away in a place where you didn't know or you could join the military and they take care of everything for you. Both achieve that objective. The reason why this question is so important. What do you want to leave behind? Is because if you don't understand what you're running from, you won't know to stop running. Let me say that again. That's really important. If you don't pause and figure out what you wanted to leave behind when you joined, you won't know how to stop running. I've interviewed a lot of people on this podcast, and one common trait that I almost notice insatiably with someone who's been chasing the next career, the next promotion, the next big thing, or has this story that just looks like it's been trying to prove the world, this is who I am. The faster someone's running towards success generally means the faster something that they want to leave behind, and the world rewards these accolades of rank. Different ribbons that we get, different awards different things that we do and accomplish in the military. The world rewards that with success and accolades. And so if we want to leave something behind, the world is going to give us a drug that allows us to push it down. And if you don't understand what you wanted to leave behind and you don't understand how to stop running, the consequences for your family can be devastating because the same reward happens in the corporate world. And if anything, it's less tethered by the military rank structure. There's less rules and regulation that prevent you from crushing it. And you could crush it on a corporate ladder and climb it in five years. But if you're still running, it doesn't matter. Because your family is going to be the one left behind. And you're going to realize as you chase to climb the next ladder 
that you might get to the top rung and be like, you know what, I climbed the wrong ladder. But you don't know that if you don't realize that you were running from something. Learning to stop running, that's an entire different episode. If you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know what my advice would be there. If you haven't, maybe we'll do a different episode or a different series on how to stop running after the military or in life in general. But understand that what did you want to leave behind is important because you need to understand that you need to stop running in order to transition successfully out. The other reason I go to this first transition tied to this leaving behind is because if you don't do this analysis of where your life has been, where your life went, and where your life is, you won't understand this bigger picture and make the right choice in your transition. A lot of military veterans transition out. They pick the first job that's in front of them because maybe they're still running from something. And that running just leads them to take the next thing that's in front of them versus logically picking something that's going to light them up and make them happy. Next thing you know, they accumulate debt, they accumulate a house, they have kids, they have this entire life they built up on this job that they accepted. Meanwhile, it's not the job they wanted, but now you have all those obligations, so you have to keep going. And so this is why I make this an important point, because this whole thing right here, this week, is what's going to matter. This next point about this first transition is understanding before you join the military, where did you want to see? What places in the world did you hope the military would take you? What did that in, in, in like go back to? What did it enlighten your brain? Enlighten to where you wanted to go, what dreams you had, what it would be like to experience that? Like what language were you using to connect to something in your soul? And the reason why I say this is because this little simple question about like, what were the places if you were joining the Navy that you hoped that it would take you to? Why was that important? Why was it important for you to break away from that? Why was it important to step into something that's bigger than maybe small town America? Why was it important to see the world differently? And I say that in purposefully because seeing the world differently allows you to see your life differently. I'll say that again. Seeing the world differently than you grew up allows you to see your life differently. Because when you transition out of the military, you're going to begin to change. There's going to be these things in your environment that no, are no longer there. And if you don't just pause and understand how did the world and the environment the military put you in change from when you first joined to where you are. Again, your first transition is really important because in that moment, it's this idea of understanding how different do we see the world? How did we see it in the beginning? What did we hope to add to it? And then again, just comparing, where am I now? How do I see it differently now in this moment? Because that simple pause can be the difference between not having a successful transition and having a successful transition. Because we have cataracts on our eyes that will prevent us from fully integrating in society. And if we don't work on those cataracts and understand where they are, where they're installed, and, and removing many of them, it'll be very difficult to understand and get clarity on where you want to go in the future. This final question is more of a closure to really get you to think back about 
what was that one thing that you would now really need to know in the beginning? And then give yourself that advice now. And so the question goes again, what advice would you send back to your younger self if you could? If you could write a piece of advice on a sticky note and leave it somewhere, push a button and have that sticky note appear on your bedside as a senior in high school, what would it say? Maybe it would say, don't join. Maybe it would say, switch branches. Maybe it would say, go bigger. Maybe it would say, it all works out. Whatever that advice is, share it on Instagram. I'd love to be tagged on it, at Military Veteran Dad, and pass that advice on to someone else. Or send me an email. I'd love to pass it on to everybody here on the podcast as well. Tag me on Instagram. I'll do that either or. Ben at MilitaryVeteranDad.com. What advice would you send back to your younger self? Because this is kind of the enclosure of all the thoughts, all the things, of all the people and the things that you've met since you first went in the military to where you are now getting out. This first transition, this whole identity of understanding what kind of individual were you in the beginning and how has that affected you now? Who are you? And taking that moment, that idea, and going to a place that'll help you get clarity on where you need to go. Now, I'm recording these as I go, so these might change a little bit. But to give you a little preview of what the next three weeks are, is week two is, who are you without the uniform? A very deep question that really messes up a lot of people. And most people don't put conscious effort towards it, so we need to make sure that you understand who you are without the uniform. Week three, life is a million lanes wide. And week four, live your best life. Those are the four weeks. I hope that week one already is getting you excited about the future of the next three weeks. And if you know someone out there transitioning out of the military or knows and needs this information, please share this. Let them know that this information is coming out over the month of June. And this, these will be available in all the podcast platforms as well, but it'll be out here forever. So always remember, if you know someone in transitioning, let them know about Military Veteran Dad and this four-part series that is available here. After it's all done, I'll create a short link and we'll install in a couple different places a little bit easier to get to than just buried in the podcast list here. But as we build it out, that is essentially how it's going to go. If you would like to have me answer a question live on this podcast in the next four weeks about transition, go ahead, send me that as well, ben at militaryveterandad.com. That worked well for the Coming Home series for deployments that we did a few weeks ago. So I'm open to do that again as well. Again, ben at militaryveterandad.com. If you want to buy me a coffee, again, that link is down there in the show notes, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Ben Colloy. And as a final member, reminder, join our Facebook group. Head on over the, the link down in the show notes as well for that. If you want to search on Facebook, it's simply Military Veteran Dad. Guys, that is all I have for you today. And we'll be back again to continue part two next week. <laughs>